This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time to step up to the plate with Jim, Steve, Fish, and former two-time Gold Glover World Series champion, Benji Molina. A swing and a miss, and that's the winner! That's the winner! A World Series winner for the Cardinals! Right, Jordan! Smith courts one into right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. I pop off. The Clover's there. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. The Cardinals won the pennant. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. Swing and a miss. The Cardinals are world champions for 2006. In the air to left, well hit. Back is Craig. What a team. What a ride. The Cardinals are world champs in 2011. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Thursday edition of Two Birds on a Bat, your St. Louis Cardinals fan podcast. Brought to you from the patio studios and, of course, by our good friends at InnovatedCompanies.com. Special shout-out to my man, Randy Green. I'm trying to set up a little lunch date uh, with Randy over at our good uh, good friend Mike's place, Adam Smokehouse. But uh, <clears throat> trying to just say thanks to Randy Green for his continued support. Residential, commercial, industrial, doesn't matter. All companies under one umbrella really to take care of any of your needs. Uh, the, the construction team's ready to roll. <clears throat> Heating and cooling. Electric, and, of course, the plumbing team. That's Randy Green with InnovativeCompanies.com. Well, folks, <clears throat> we got our man. We got him. He's on the M4Bayati.com hotline. Benji Molina, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, guys? What's going on? I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm not lost. Yeah, we got our man, Benji Molina. Well, I, we always have our man, Benji Molina, but uh, the truth is uh, the Cardinals got their man. Um Paul Goldschmidt. One of them. One of them. One of them. See, that's, I, I, I like where your head's at here, and you kind of mentioned that before we got on the air. I like where your head's at here. Now, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves <clears throat> because I, I have to say this. At the very beginning when this Paul Goldschmidt stuff started, I think I pragmatically was like a lot of people. I'm sitting here going, okay. I mean, you have to be an absolute goomba moron to not understand what a great hitter this guy is. And he's a, just he's just a good baseball player. Let's just say that, right? He can run. He's still basis. He, he, he's a great base runner. He's a great defender, too, Jimbo. Yeah, he's just a great player. But but realistically, and I don't know if the running's slowing down now because you know, he didn't steal as many bases. I don't know what that's all about. But the truth of the matter is this. I Run, the steal in the bases is a complete another animal. But the truth is, if you don't look at the offensive numbers that this guy's put up and where he ranks and not think to yourself, holy cow, we got a ton better today, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're just you're somebody that's never going to be happy no matter what the Cardinals do. Now, that being said, um, the fan base has been, me too, you know, has been just completely fixated on well, Bryce Harper to some smaller extent, maybe um, 
maybe some, um, to some extent, maybe a few people still with Manny Machado, whatever the case may be. But that being said, you know, I, I, I'm okay with everybody saying, okay, this isn't enough. We still have to sign Bryce Harper. We still have to sign Bryce Harper. And the reason for that is is because of a couple things, and, and this is what I want to talk about today. <clears throat> the issue at first it's for me. In the off, just so you know, General, <clears throat> in my opinion. Yep. In my opinion, it's enough in the offense. Uh, the the uh, bullpen is what concerns me. I think the the pitching, the starting pitching is going to be good. They're going to be a year older. They're going to be excited to compete. We got a lot of people competing for jobs. The bullpen worries me. I'm telling you, I've been saying it. For the years that we haven't made the playoff, I've been saying it. And it's true. It concerns me. But we're not there yet. So we'll see what happens. Well, and the thing is, for me, um, I, I'm, I was at first, uh, you know, like, okay, I, I mean, I, who, how can you not like Paul Goldschmidt? Okay, how can you not like Paul Goldschmidt? But, you know, we only have him for one year, and then we're going to have to go through the free agency thing. Um, I think I, like a lot of people, get caught up sometimes because it's the it, now's the big thing is to get caught up in how old a guy is, right? Like, for some reason, so we have, we're being trained to think that a guy can't hit when he's 35 years old, which certain players have proven us that's wrong. Old. You know, certain players have proven, like, you know, I, I – I think, you know, to be honest with you, I, I this is my opinion. I could be completely wrong, okay? But I think St. Louis Cardinal fans, and I'm not going to give – listen, we could say, well, I'm going to give them a pass. You know, they went through this or whatever. But it's in my opinion that the reason that we're so enamored with the age thing, okay, is because of the uh, of the whole Albert Pujols thing. Right, we had Albert Pujols. He was the greatest player in the game. He his first like he's done. He did something that nobody had ever done before. Like his first ten years in the big leagues has never been duplicate. Had never happened before. You know, it's just amazing. You look at Albert Pujols' numbers and compare them to Mike Trout's, and they're and, and Albert Pujols is better through so many games. So think about that for a minute, right? Offensively, I know Trout's a great center fielder. Whatever. My point is. I think what happened is is when Albert Pujols left and then there was all the emotion and everything, I think there was like there was so much focus on Albert not being here and him being there. And then when he went there, and while he, was, while he wasn't vintage Albert, he was still good a couple years, we've seen the decline of Albert, right? Like we saw it start happening around the age that we're talking about here. And I think automatically people start going, man, we really dodged the bullet there. You know, these guys get but to 35 more, more and they can't do it. So I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's a decline. But her, his decline was more because of injuries. I don't think his decline of hitting um, was because he just lost it. Or if that man right there, Albert Pujols, would have been healthy, his decline would have been at 40. That's what people don't understand, man. And people that know the game and people that play the game know all these. Seriously, man, think about it. Everybody's saying, oh, yeah, he declined. Well, no crap. He declined. He had, like, a few surgeries in his knee. He had a, a um, uh, how do you call that? The plantar fasciitis surgery, yep. Yeah, all, all that crap. Of course he's going to freaking go down. Anybody in this world that had that problem, 
he's going to go down. And he still managed to hit 30 home runs, get 100 RBIs, a couple years, uh, 90 RBIs or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he went down on the on the hustle one, on the on the hits and stuff, 240, 250, whatever that was. But the guy has put up numbers still, and he's hurt. He is freaking hurt. That was the decline. His decline was not like a healthy anybody that's healthy and, oh, he can hit anymore. He lost it. That's not Albert Pujol. Albert Pujol got hurt, man. His decline would have been, if he stayed healthy, his decline, in my opinion, would have been at 40. That's a beast, man. We have to pay respect where respect is due. That's, that's a freaking freakazoid of nature. He just got hurt. And they and the things that he got hurt were really really tough on him because he depends on these legs to hit. This is things that people probably don't even cross their mind. They just see the numbers. Oh, he's declining. Get the heck out of here, man. That guy would have been declining at 40 years old. That's what I know about Pujols. Uh, and 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 the same way to these kids these days. If they stay healthy, like like Goldsmith, if he stay healthy. Who the heck knows he's going to be declining at 35? 35 is a great year. I had my best years at 34, 33, 35. And, uh, and the last year I couldn't – I started great. It's just that I got hurt on my elbow. But I was going through a great season. It was going to be a great season until I hurt. So who the heck knows uh, all these things that, oh, he's declining. Get the heck out of here. Nobody knows, man, well, especially on a man. Yeah, I look at Joey Votto. He's thirty-five years old. I mean, I don't see anybody complaining about Joey Votto. I don't see anybody complaining about Yadier Molina. At, you know, at his age, thirty-seven. There's many, many of them out there. I mean, it could have been more. Remember, the the owners started getting people out. Remember that? Yeah. They started getting the thirty-five, the the people that could do it for sure for the young guys. So let's let's put that in our heads too. Yeah, I I'm uh I'm of the belief that certain guys you know, well listen. I I said it yesterday on bow ties and bullshit. You know, this part of this thing that we as Cardinal fans do okay, when it comes to what we do with the with this baseball thing. Part of this thing, there's a major part of this that we it's about what we want to believe and it's also predicated on what we think and what we think we know right and what we've been told and what we believe so you add all that in together and basically what you have is your opinion and your opinion sometimes is an educated opinion sometimes it's an uneducated opinion sometimes it's a pure uh faith opinion sometimes it's a want like you it doesn't matter what the numbers say it's what you want to believe so you're going to believe it but listen we're all guilty of these things because what it comes down to is we all are going to be a fan. So, for instance, I mean, I, you know, everybody knows about my love for Albert Pujols. So I, he's my favorite player. I, I, it's hard for me to watch him struggle because I loved, I mean, I, it just was an absolute joy to go to the park every day and watch him. And I don't want to believe that, that he's not the Albert that I was. I want to believe, see, I want to believe in my heart if he'd have never left here, things would have been different for Albert Pujols. I, you know, and I still want to respect him. And there's still a part of me that thinks he's going to, come back next year and, and, and defy the odds and he's going to have a great finish of his career and he's going to hit 750 home runs. 
you know, there's that's what I want to believe. Now, is it true? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. It's my fandom. But, but nobody knows. You're right. It's just our opinion. I mean, if it's perfectly explained by you. It's your opinion. It's everybody's opinion. If everybody wants to think that Albert Pujol is going down, uh, yeah, go ahead. But I can tell you what. I believe, in my opinion, that he's, his numbers have gone down and Albert Pujol's production, everything is going down. It's not because of him. It's because of his injury. If that man would have stayed healthy, oh, my gosh, man, he wouldn't have had no trouble hitting. He would be another Yaddy. He'll be somebody in that age that will be like, holy crap, man, what the heck? He's getting better and better. But he had the troubles of being hurt. And that's what, that, I mean, that, and I respect all that, Jimbo. I really do. I, when, when you say about opinions, and, and that's all it is. It's just our opinion. So, you know, I, so where I'm really going with this ultimately for everybody is this. A, you know, I don't understand why all of us sitting on our couch at home just think we've got this thing figured out to where you can't sign a guy that's going to be 30 that, that you can't give a guy an extension and trust the fact that he's going to be a good player at 35 36 i mean what world do we live in now are we going to not have any teams anymore with any guys on it that are over 32 years old i i don't I, that's I, what the that's what the owners want you to think though yeah, that's what I, I the, just uh, I, the GMs and, and and all the president and all everybody that's in charge of the organization. That's what they want you to think. So you're okay when they let go a guy at 35 because they're paying some young guys huge amount of money when they let go that guy because they have to even up the budget. I mean, they want you to believe that, you know. I I would say this. I I would say this. As I look at it from just you know, again, I, you're going to have guys. Let's just say it this way and just make it real simple. Are there going to be guys that are really, really good and then start declining heavily at 32, 33, 34? Absolutely. There are. Are there going to be guys, and we have one on our team, that de, that are the uh, that defy those odds and get better? Yeah. We've seen it happen. Here's the thing, folks. You don't know. But here's the thing. But, 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 but the thing is, and where I'm going – what are you going to do? Are you not going to take any risk with any player at all? I, I, here's I, How in the world can we take risks with guys that were never great to begin with? If I'm going to take risk on a guy, I'm going to take it on a guy that's great. Paul Goldschmidt's yeah, but great. It happens, every, it happens every single year, Jimbo. Guys that are 32, 33, 30, they end up signing. A lot of them get some good signing uh uh, years and and Kozar, how old is Kozar? He's in the thirties, and he got a very good contract with the Angels. He couldn't do anything because he was hurt. So it happens every year, not only to to Kozar. I'm not saying just picking on him. I'm just saying that it happens every year. You're gonna take a chance because you think it's great. You think it's gonna help your team either either for one year, either for two years, even for five years. I mean, you think he's going to help out your team and he's going to make this team over the top. There's nothing better than winning the World Series, man. Nothing. Nothing better than going out and having a team and you field it up in, in winter and you say, okay, this guy can help me, man. And then all of a sudden you end up winning the World Series. You give a, your city a championship. You go through a parade that is unbelievable, beautiful. Go through the whole city and see all those fans being so happy. And guess what? The people that put up that team that won, they're excited too. 
And then the next year, this kid is gone because he found another team because he's a free agent because they don't just needed him for one year. I mean, it's, it happens, but but it's worth it. Like you said, you have to find these guys that get you your team over the top. You have to find those guys. Yeah, I, I I'm it. I, I'm struggling to find the word. I keep it just. At the end of the day, here's all I can say, okay? You're never going to be any good if you don't take some risks. You're just not. You've got to get some guys that can actually play. I'm, this is not a disrespectful thing to, like, a Jed Jerko. This isn't a disrespectful thing to anybody, okay? The, you've got to stop with the, the complimentary guys and get some guys that can really carry the water. I don't understand why it's so hard. I bring this up all the time. I don't understand why it's so hard to go back and look at the teams that had success and look at the types of players they had. Don't look at the final record. Don't look at this. Don't look at that. Look at how the team was constructed, okay? The players on those teams that were complimentary players are guys on this team that are, be asked, are being asked to carry the water. That's not a recipe for success. It's just not. When the chips are down, when the, when, when the shit hits the fan – you know, I'm sorry, but complimentary players are what they are. They do a fine job. Nobody's saying they can't play. But this is why you have guys that are studs because they're studs day in and day out. Now, does that mean they get a hit every game? No, they, they, they're human too. But when you go back and look over the course of a season, and this is what I'll challenge anybody that has an issue with the Paul Goldschmidt thing, which I don't know that there is. I think, I think Cardinal fans were so starved for something that – everybody's on board. Now, even the people at first that were like, I don't want Goldschmidt. I don't want Goldschmidt. Well, I think they all want him now. They better. So, Dude, I don't know why they wouldn't well, want him, man. This guy is a stud, man. We'll go back and just for listen. Sure, for sure, way better, for, way better than a lot of players we have. Well, and that's the thing. So, you know, it's time now to start looking at uh, – I think we can all agree, and, and, and seriously, if you just, just – Listen, Google's a great thing. Type in Paul Goldschmidt. Click on the first thing you see. It'll be Baseball Reference. It's a great site. You can you can see every number you want to see about Paul Goldschmidt if you need to see numbers. And there ain't a number in there that you should have a problem with because let me tell you, every team in the league, if you could say, listen, you want Paul Goldschmidt, every team in the league would say yes. We'll take him. That's Everybody. right. That's, That's right. why the card's putting, right? So, hey, look. Uh, Randy Wing, I played with him. 34, 33 years old, he hit 300 in the major leagues. 34 years old, he hit 305, and, and then he gets hurt in 35 and still hit 260. 35, 33, 34, 35. Those are examples of players that I play with that I remember uh, how, how they hit and how they were so good at what they did at, at, at older uh, age, right? Yeah, that's that. Those are examples. I'm not trying to put anything out there. I'm just saying these are examples of the kids that I know that I play with and stuff. And, and people can say, "Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that." Look at Gary Anderson, three fifteen when he three oh five when he was thirty years old, three fifteen when he was thirty one, three oh one when he was thirty two, two eighty three when he was thirty three, three uh, two eighty. When he was 34, 297, almost 300 when he was 35, 293 when he was 36. 
36-293. And the Angels did something wrong like they did to me, and they let him go. And guess what, man? He was 36 when he was hitting 293. What the heck are we talking here that 35 or 31 or 32 is an age that we're not going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Sure. We can't do that. I don't know, man. Well, I, I, you know, so as I, I – I said general, in general. Sure, we yeah. We don't know. See, and here's the thing. Okay, I'm not stupid either. I completely understand that there's plenty of guys that, for whatever reason, they get in their mid 30s and they just they're they're done. I don't know. I don't I don't know these people. To to Benji's point, and he brought it up. I didn't have to. Some guys are dealing with injuries and things. Some guys just it happens. My point is, it's all a gamble. It's if all you, a if risk. If you were down, Jimbo, if you were down without injury, and you have a point about a guy that have have just lost it, right? He can't hit anymore. He he doesn't train or whatever, whatever. And, and that's that's a valid point. Like he lost it. But when you have a guy that is getting injured and he has really tough injuries, all of a sudden you're gonna say that? I mean, no, no, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work to say, oh, he's on decline. Decline my butt. He's a he's a freaking injury. He's been in the injury box for a while. That's how he declined. He he haven't decline for for just hitting or not catching any ball or anything like that and I, another little thing i wanted to mention jimbo a hundred percent of st louis cardinal fans 100 percent not not 99.9 100 percent of the st louis uh cardinal nation fan base should be happy for the signing i would hope i mean like i said it- the bottom line is, folks. I mean, it happened yesterday, but we, you know, if you wake up today, the St. Louis Cardinals are astronomically better than they were last year. They just are. I mean, he's a good player. And and here's the thing. I know people look at War and they say, okay, well, he's a he's a this, so we're this much better. Listen, let me explain something to you. That he makes players around him better too, and he will. He just will. Um, that being said, um, you know, I'm while I'm happy. That Goldie's here. There's only one scary thing. There's what? only one scary thing, and you said it. It's the free agency coming sure. up. I, yeah. I hope that I hope that by him being traded here, he already working on an extension or something. Well, it'd be nice. And like I said, if he's you know he's a grown man, he's you know this is this will probably be his last big contract. If he says you know I'm going to play this out and I want to get you know, I want to make sure you know hey listen, the, <clears throat> Paul Goldschmidt might be like hey. I want to see what else you guys are going to do. I haven't won a World Series. I want to make sure I'm somewhere where this thing is. I, I want to keep getting better. I, I want this team to get better. I, I want to make sure that's what we're doing. I I can't begrudge him that. I wouldn't. If, if we he, two bullpen guys away from winning a World Series, Jimbo. Two name bullpen guys. And I'm going to tell you who might make a difference. Well, that's good because uh, that's what I'm getting ready to go. The ne- you know, it, We're not going to rest here. Okay, we're going to keep getting better, so we're going to talk about what we think um, is the next move for the St. Louis Cardinals versus what everybody wants the next move to be. I'm going to I'm going to give you my thoughts on that. Before we do, we want to remind you to check us out at twobirdsonabat.com. Subscribe to the show there; it's free. Uh, do your Amazon shopping. All you do is click the Amazon banner. Uh, it's a very small referral for us; doesn't cost you anything, and it helps out our great producers Brian Crock and Andrew Allen. Uh, social media right now, especially, is just buzzing. You can find us on Twitter at Birds on a Bat Show. If you're a Cardinal fan and you follow us, we're going to follow you back. 
we're always interested in what you have to say. And we get a lot of our uh, topics based off social media. I mean, why not talk about what the people want to talk about? So uh, we do that. Uh, um, Facebook, our, our big push, as always. Uh, you know, the wintertime, the shows have been kind of all over the place. But typically, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you'll, you'll see a pinned post by 5 o'clock. If you like that post, throw a comment on it and share it. You're eligible for the prizes that we've uh, been giving away throughout the offseason, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, again, that's simply make sure uh, when you go to our our Facebook page, Two Birds on a Bat, just make sure you've liked, commented, and shared the pin post, whatever it is that day, and that is another entry into it. So you can do it. Um, if there's a new post pinned every day, you can do it every day, but it's typically about three a week. So uh, You can find us on Instagram as well, Two Birds on a Bat Show. You can also find us as part of lineupmedia.fm, the, the great podcast network, but now home to the streaming platform, Yo Radio. Uh, I'm telling you, you guys are going to love it. It's free. It's available on your mobile device. Download it today. Uh, new stations coming on board every day. You guys are going to love it. Um, our partners, you heard me mention a couple of them. Of course, Randy Green, InnovativeCompanies.com, all four companies under one umbrella. He's got you covered. Don't forget Gators Baseball Academy. Uh, it's the off season now for all these great young players. Tons of uh, classes, uh, um, clinics, uh, camps, uh, individual training lessons. Everybody's out there trying to get better right now when it comes to this uh, game of prep baseball, youth baseball. Uh, they're, they're branching out into softball as well. If you want to learn more about the Gators, you just go to GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Obviously, very familiar with them in Missouri. They are now expanded over in Illinois. So you've got your Missouri Gators, Illinois Gators, and the Prep Gators Baseball Academy. Their four-pillar system is – Second to none. You can learn more again, as I mentioned, by going to GatorsBaseballAcademy.com. Uh, Adam Smokehouse, thank you for your continued support. You should see me soon. I'm planning on meeting our man Randy Green from Innovative Companies over there. For, have a little powwow. Um, don't forget, best barbecue in St. Louis, in my opinion. Uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays open till seven o'clock, folks. They're now delivering. You can call, find out if you're available for delivery in their area, and of course. With all the holiday parties, they're busy, busy with catering. But you can give them a call and find out if they can fit you in. I'm sure they'll try. Uh, don't for, I mean, just if you show up to an event and there's Adam Smokehouse there, you're going to be really excited about that event. That's Adam Smokehouse on Watson Road. Tell our man, Mike, we said hello. Okay, folks. Um, you know, <laughs> I get the fact that the St. Louis Cardinals have not been to the playoffs in three years. People while being excited about Paul Goldschmidt, you know, the, the, it didn't take long for the conversation to turn. They better not be done. And I agree with you. They better not be done. Um, do I like most of the people I see on social media? Do I still think they should sign Bryce Harper? Absolutely. Um, I ask you to imagine a lineup of um, Matt Carpenter, Bryce Harper, Paul Goldschmidt, Marcelo Zuno, one through four. Um, the Bryce Harper thing would be great. Uh, do I expect them to sign him? No, I don't. I didn't ex listen. I didn't expect them to sign him beforehand, only because I wanted them to. I also realize it's going to be very hard to sign him. I have said they should offer him the most money and make him say no. I still believe that because they have the money. I'm not backing down from that. I'm now. I, I'm being realistic. Okay, it's almost like okay. Will they do both moves? I I I don't see it, but they could. Make no mistake about this, they absolutely could. So will they? I don't know. I'm not I'm not in the room. I don't know what they're thinking. They they may completely be in on him. But what I'm saying is, now that we've got Paul Goldschmidt, I'm more concerned now with the roster construction and being better. And while I'd love to have Bryce Harper, the odds would tell us they're not going to sign him. Their history would tell us they're not going to sign him, even though we all think they should, and, and, and I would love to see him do it. 
So I'm trying to be realistic about what would make the St. Louis Cardinals better. Uh, Benji Molina is going to tell you about the bullpen, and I know he is um, because that's you know you can't listen to him talk about this without saying what bullpen, 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 and you guys all know that and you agree with him. So we're going to hear about that. I've got a name outside of the bullpen that has been linked to the Cardinals that I think is very, very intriguing. So I'm going to let Benji go first, though, and tell you uh, the names that he likes for this bullpen to make us a World Series contender. I'm going to tell you what. I I like Familia. That's the guy I, I like. like. Yes, I like Familia. And not only not only he fits the Cardinal way to pitch, which it's uh, sinker, bowler, hard thrower, slider. He has everything, and whoever's seen him pitch, uh, he knows what I'm saying. Um, he he's been a closer. He's been an eighth inning guy. If you're working on on Hicks being the closer or something, whatever you guys are thinking out there, uh, and you guys, I mean the the organization. Uh, so whatever we're thinking, uh, this is a this is a good guy. I think he he. He's a must-have for the Cardinals, I think, in my opinion. Of course, there's more guys that that would fit good too. Uh, Andrew Miller, for me, I, it's one of the risky ones that you said we don't know what we're gonna get because he's been hurt a few times lately. But man, why not taking a chance? You took a chance on a couple guys last year that you know didn't work out. Why not taking a chance on these guys? So uh, Kimbrell sounds really, really good to me. He, he's a really, really exciting pitcher. That if you put Kimbrell in the, uh, you imagine this, Jimbo, Kimbrell and Familia, and and then you have Hicks for the six seven. Come on, man! Come on, man! Don't you get excited for that? I I, I am. So um, those are guys out top of my head. Herrera sounds good. Uh, there's a few more out there that are gonna be a. Uh, a free agent, Cody Allen, uh, sounds good. So those are the few names. Uh, and if some other names comes up, then I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, as I look at this, I mentioned on the bow ties and bullshit show yesterday that there was an article in bleacher report that came out that had predicted where the top 25 free agents were going to go. It had the Cardinals signing. Um, it had the Cardinals signing three guys. It had them signing um, Andrew Miller, who you like, um, to what I thought was a pretty good deal um, for Andrew Miller. He's a name. He has dealt with injuries. Uh, I don't know if reputation will get him two years and $20 million, but that's what it had it being. Um, We'll see. Uh, If the St. Louis Cardinals signed Andrew Miller, would I be upset? Um, No. Is, Is he the guy that I'm targeting? Maybe not because my head tells me you know, he's pitched a lot over the years. He's been used a lot. That's a tough role. You know, that takes a real toll on the arm. You know, he's an effective guy, but injuries have taken a toll, it seems like, whatever. But here's my thing about Andrew Miller versus, and, and to be quite frank, Brett Cecil or anybody else. Andrew Miller at one time was dominant, okay? If I was going to gamble on a guy, and this is where I always go with this, if I'm going to gamble on a guy, I'm going to gamble on a guy that was dominant or great. That was always my issue with Dexter Fowler. De- Everybody's like, well, Dex was it. Dex was never a great player. He was a good player. Okay, you gave a bunch of money and a long contract to a good player, not a great player. Okay, so 
That's why my whole thing of of hoping he bounces back. What bounce back to what? Man, we're really hoping he bounces back to being a good player. Well, I, you know, that I don't know that you can take that risk. They may, they may have to now. They may not have a choice, and maybe they've always all along thought that's what they were going to do, and that's if that's what they do, okay. And I'll and I'll support Dex, but the truth of the matter is, um, the other player that they're linked to in that article, um. Well, hang on. I'm going to talk about a different guy. And I'm not going to talk about the guy they're linked to. I'm going to go backwards and talk about, because I mentioned this yesterday, but for those that don't listen to that show, to Benji Molina's point, there's a guy in that article that's not linked to the Cardinals that he just mentioned that I said yesterday, if this happens and the Cardinals don't do better than this, I'll be upset. It has Jairus Familia going to the Minnesota Twins on a two-year, $18 million contract which that was about the price of the contracts last year that all those two-year guys were getting. They were getting two years, $16 million, $17 million, whatever it was. So my point is, if Jairus Familia goes to the Twins for two years and 18 and the Cardinals didn't offer two years and 18 to get him to come here, which I think he – I mean, I, let's face it, I think we got a better chance of winning than they do because Jairus Familia would help us immensely, okay? I would be upset because he has pitched the eighth, he pitches the ninth. He does it all. He does. He does it all. I won't begrudge the St. Louis Cardinals if they don't sign uh, Kimbrell. If Kimbrell truly wants a six-year deal, I, I'm not giving him six years. You know, it just – he's pitched a lot. That's a lot of years to give a guy. I mean, you know, if he wanted that Wade – if, if, if Kimbrell wants the Wade Davis deal from last year, three years in that money, I'll give it to him. You're darn right I will. I think he's earned that. But I'm not giving him six years. Even I realize I think that's ridiculous. Okay, so let's be let's be pragmatic and honest about it. But to Benji's point, if Jairus Familia signs a two-year, eighteen million dollar contract with somebody, and the St. Louis Cardinals didn't even look at that, I think that'd be a big miss here. I really, really do. I, Benji, I am I wrong in that guy feels. No matter what role you ask Jairus Familia to fill, he's done it, and he and here's here's where I go again. Are there any guarantees with bullpen guys? No, there never is. But the fact of the matter is, he has done it, and when he's done it, he's done it really, really good. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Oh heck yeah, Jimbo, a hundred percent, man. I mean, these and that's what will get you so upset, and and you have a right to be upset if they go, somebody goes, like uh, they're not having a good year or something and Kansas City's not having a good time they go and offer him that money and you don't heck yeah you should be upset with yourself and, and for not getting him and offer him whatever you know that that guy is going to help your team listen he will help your team that's what you got to see that's the way you have to see it Jimbo um for that guy and let me tell you a couple more guys that I just uh, I just remember. I will bring back Joe Kelly. I don't care. Joe Kelly can can throw you two innings out of that bullpen like nothing. He has that rubber arm type of thing, uh, and he did good this year too. So he might have found something there with himself. He's he's really he uh, he really picked it up this year. So that will be one of the guys. Another guy that I saw here could could um, actually help us. Is Francisco Liriano, and have him as a as a lefty specialist. Lefty doesn't hit well against Francisco Liriano, so and that's what we're looking for: a lefty that can get Rizzo out when the bases are loaded, a lefty that can get uh, Yelich out on a constant on a constant basis. 
because those are the guys that we're going to have to face, and Joey Battle and all those guys on the left-hand side, and we didn't have that last year. That's another guy. Another guy that I was looking over here at the list that I gave you, Jimbo, before. Yep. Um, that list, it's full with A.J. Ramos. He's a stud, man. He can pitch. I heard Yadi say a couple things about him that he wishes he was in our bullpen because he's nasty, like nasty. Uh, he, he can really, really pitch. A.J. Ramos, remember that name. And then we have Craig Kimbrell, Cody Allen, uh, David Robertson from New York. I don't know if he signed already, but that could be a great piece. Zach Britton could be another great, great piece. Uh, he was having trouble in New York, but we all know why his trouble was happening. You know, they don't have a very good defender in Sanchez. They have the hitter Sanchez, but, you know, defending, he was having trouble with him getting in the same page. So those are those are names that comes up to my head, and you can write them down, man, because they all can really, really help the Cardinals get over the hump and and bring a championship over to St. Louis. Wouldn't that be great, man, to go to the streets in a in a caravan? And I mean, that would be awesome, man. So I think those are the guys that they might need, uh, and they might sign me as a GM, man. I'll take it, you know. <laughs> They should. Help them out. They should. I help them out. Um, you might be busy though, man. Like I said, the rumor is you're going to be in that booth a whole lot more this year, so you might be busy. But hey, you got time if you're, you know, if you're doing, you know, if if you're doing, uh, what would that be? If they up you to sixty games, you've got a, you've got another hundred games you could give them GMing, right? Yeah, I can help them out. They can <laughs> text me. I can go. I can do it by video text or something, bro. You know, I can do it. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you. The guy I like's familiar. Um, you know, if I've said this once, I'll say it again. If they sign Andrew Miller, I'm not going to be upset. He's not my number one target only because I'm really, really nervous about the injuries. But see, there I go trying to play GM and and what do I know? I mean, I don't have a physical on him. I, all I know is, is what I see and I'm using the, 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 the deduction, I guess, of what we see across baseball with relievers and in the bullpen, these guys get hurt a lot, and they get hurt often. This isn't – I'm sorry, folks. This isn't a Matt Bowman thing. This isn't a Mike well, Matheny you thing. Sign, you don't – remember, guys, you don't sign a guy to get hurt. That's, That's right. That's all I wanted to say. You but, sign a guy to do good. Right. So, you know, this is just – this is what it is. It's a volatile – I think I think baseball has realized, okay, um, you know, the this bullpen thing, it's just it, – it's volatile, man. It's – you know, we talked about it last year, uh, and we're doing it again this year. Here we go again. We're mentioning all these great bullpen pieces, just like we did last year. And and, and I think we admit this, right? Uh, all the guys we wanted last year, none of them did worth a shit. Um, and it, that could happen again this year. The difference is there's a couple of these guys that are a little more proven, I think, than some of those other guys were. But uh, But on the flip side, as I say that, I think about how good a couple of those guys were last year that moved on, and they just weren't that great. Um you know, but here, I, I, I say this, I, I just think that it takes, it, it does, it takes a little, you, you need a little bit of luck. I mean, I, you just I, do. It, you need you guys to come together. More, you put two more name bullpens, Jimbo, in our team right now. Two names. Maybe one, maybe one. We, we, might, we might be getting away with one, two. I'm, I'm not saying go get two. I'm just saying with two, 
we go to the worst series for sure. With two name guys, obviously staying healthy, like you said, and doing the job how they're supposed to. Like like the Milwaukee Brewers, for example. They signed a few guys to help them out, and those guys performed. So if we get that, we go to the worst series, man. I'm telling you, the problem is that if we stay the same and these guys that we have don't perform to their capability, again, we're in deep doo-doo and we're wasting another year. So that's all I'm saying, right? Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at it, and like I said, I, I can't, you know, there's nothing for me, you know, there's, there's absolutely nothing for me that I'm going to sit here and go, well, you know, you've got to do this or you got to do that. I'm sure, and, and this is how I feel about it, the St. Louis Cardinals didn't trade for Paul Goldschmidt, in my opinion, especially make a trade for a guy that only has one year left, to not improve, keep improve in areas that they need to improve in. So let's be honest. I think. Let me tell you this so, so fans don't go crazy for me now. Don't feel surprised if they sign Goldschmidt to offer him a deal and then Carpenter's job is in jeopardy. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got what's he got? One or two, a couple of years left. I mean, you know, I that that'll be because Carpenter's up there too, right? Thirty-three or thirty-two? Sure. Or yeah, like yeah. I mean, he's not a he's not a spring chicken either. Like you know, he's not a spring chicken either. Um, thirty-three years old. Um, yeah. So yeah. you know, it could be it could be that. But anyways, we. At least I like to think it this way, Jimbo. Like you said, you know, year by year, I like to think my team needs to be prepared. Our team needs to be prepared for this year. This year, the Milwaukee Brewers did awesome. They had a great bullpen. That's how they won everything with their bullpen. And that's how they lost with their bullpen. I get it because their bullpen was probably all worn out. But anyways, they got there. They got to that point. Uh, with their bullpen. So if you tell me, dude, I, I'll, if, if we get two more name guys, like the ones we just discussed, we are in the World Series. And if we get one, we, we're in the playoff and with a chance to make it to the World Series. So, I mean, they need to, they need to see that, though. They need to see it in the office that they need one guy at least to help out in that bullpen. One guy. Yeah, um, but going back to Matt Carpenter, he is signed through 2020. Now, there is a $2 million buyout for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2020. and that is That's the, only two years away, man. Yeah, and he, that's eighteen point that's $18.5 million in 2020 when he will be playing in his, what would that be? That would be his 34-year-old season. So uh, you would have to believe at $18.5 million, they would probably pick up that option and, and keep him. But, you know, going into 2021 and being 35, I mean, there's no telling what will happen with Matt Carpenter, especially if they sign um, – if they were to sign Paul Goldschmidt to a deal, you would have to assume that that means – unless for some reason Carp really, really surprises us all and plays a great season, at, a couple seasons at third base, you would have to imagine that his time with the St. Louis Cardinals – is probably limited to a couple more years, but you never know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not here to push Matt Carpenter out the door for sure. Um, but oh, we don't want we don't yeah. want that though. I mean, we're not saying right. we want it. We're just saying what's been happening in right. the major leagues. 
Now, that being said, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the bullpen. We know – I think that we all agree that there's uh, going to be some bullpen pieces added to this thing. I, I think we agree on that. The name that I'm going to throw out now that I think that, that had – that was linked to the St. Louis Cardinals, um, and I would – and I say this if. Now, do I want Bryce Harper? 100%. Do I think the St. Louis Cardinals have the money to sign Bryce Harper? 100%. Do I think it would be a great move for them to sign Bryce Harper? 100%. Do I believe they will? I, I mean, I, that's hard to say. I, 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 it, the logic would tell you they're not going to do it. Not only logic, the odds would tell you it's going to be really hard. You've got, you're hearing more and more teams now that supposedly weren't in on it, now are in on it. I mean, you never know what's true, right? But hey, that'd it, be a surprise. How's that? Yeah, but the truth of the matter is it was always going to be hard because, and I said this, only one team is going to sign him, and it's going to be somebody that decides, typically in these instances with a guy like this, and we've seen it before, right? We saw it with A-Rod. Most of these big contracts, it winds up being somebody that takes the contract somewhere that even we didn't think it would go, right? Like, you know, it happens with all kinds of people, right? I mean, it happened with Jason Hayward. I mean, I don't know that anybody thought he was going to get that kind of money. It happened with David Price. I don't know that anybody thought he was going to get that money. Um, the Albert Pujols. Did you see the Nationals though? The Nationals probably not his team. He might not even sign there anymore because right. they just traded for that kid. And those three guys in the starting rotation are the highest paid starting rotation in the league. Right. So you know these. So yeah. I don't think he's going there. Right. So like, look at that. Like, even the New York Yankees didn't want to give Patrick Corbin a six year. So it, you know, you think about the Yankees. They got money. They got time. They got all this stuff, right? They, they they got a great team, and they need pitching. Well, even the Yankees said, you know what? We're not going to a six year. So my point is, typically when these contracts happen, it's something that somebody took somewhere you didn't think it was going to go. So like, imagine all of us sitting here going, yeah, I mean, I'd give Bryce Harper ten years, three hundred and fifty million dollars. Well, there's a part of me that thinks so with the St. Louis Cardinals. But what the St. Louis Cardinals aren't going to do is give him 10 years, $400 million, or they're not going to give him 12 or 13 years and $425 million or whatever. And, and I have a feeling that we're going to see something that when he signs, you're going to go, somebody took it to another level. So it's hard to be upset at your team for not doing that. Now, I have also said that I think they should do whatever it takes. Um, so I guess where I'm going with that is this. Let's just say the St. Louis Cardinals become that team. They're the team that takes it to another level. The St. Louis Cardinals are the team that gave him 12 years, not 10. The St. Louis Cardinals are the team that gave him $40 million a year for 10 years. I don't know what it is. Somebody's going to do something like that, right? Okay, if it is the St. Louis Cardinals, am I going to be unhappy? No, I'll be ecstatic. But if they don't, if they're not that team that took it to a complete another level, the reason I won't be upset is because they went and got Paul Goldschmidt. Now, I, I, now that's with the caveat that I think they need to sign him to an extension. But it's also with the caveat of there's another player they're linked to now that I think a lot of people were underwhelmed with at first when you heard his name. Okay? And I could understand that if he was all you added to the team. But now this player, if you add him to your team, I think he really completes your team, and that's Michael Brantley. And let me tell you why. We have said on here a hundred times over, and everybody in St. Louis has said a hundred times over, that we do not have a number three hitter. Guess what? We have one now. Okay? Now we have one. All right? I don't believe we have a number two hitter either. 
Well, guess what? We got If you get Michael Brantley, you got a really, really, really good number two hitter. And I want everybody to stop with the, well, Harrison Bader should hit second or Paul DeYoung should hit second. You know what? Maybe they will someday. But they're, neither of those guys are ready to hit second. Neither. They're not a second batter. Yeah, neither of those batter. guys are ready. Neither of those guys are ready to hit second. Leave those, leave those guys alone hitting in the bottom of the order. Let them develop down there. And if they show you they're hot, and you put them in and they keep being hot, then you go for it. But they're not a second batter, uh, and they're not a, a third hitter. You know, like that. They're, they're either Bader's a leadoff guy if he works on that, and, and Bader's a seventh, eight, or nine. That's uh, seventh, eight. Uh, so that's just how it is. They need to learn to hit that way. You know, you way know, too many strikeouts. Brantley, way too many strikeouts from both those guys to hit second. You got to be able yeah, to put no, the bat no. on the ball uh, if you're going to bat second. That that's at any at any moment. You that's gotta, right. You got to have less than freaking sixty strikeouts a year if you're a second batter. But anyways, they don't. Sometimes they don't believe in that. Anyways, but they like the guy to strike out and try to swing for the fences. Anyway, they don't care about hitting the, the ball the other way. Uh, if I mean, a lot of teams have dropped that, have dropped the bunt, have dropped their everything. So, anyways. Uh, but I was going to tell you, Brantley, it's another risk. Yeah. It's another risk that, like you were saying, if you're going to, if you're willing to take that risk, it's a great risk, man. He's a great hitter. Uh, when he's healthy, again, let's say this, when he's healthy, he's a great hitter. He's going to help out your team. But if he's, if, you know, he has that chance to <laughs> to be hurt too, man. You know what's I mean, funny? You know, part. You're going to love this. So if you look at Michael Brantley last year in 2018, Yep, he hit 309. He hit 17 home runs. Okay. Uh, he had a 364 on base percentage. Everything screams number two hitter. Okay. You know what's great? You know how many times he struck out? 60. 60. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you said. And that's and, and he typically is right around there for a season. So he's a he's a good, you know, he's a good outfielder. Um, now he's he's a great hitter. He's not just good. Yeah, I like him as a great hitter. Uh, if he's, he's healthy, being slow right. by injuries, none. He will be way better hitter. So look at it this way, folks, and this is kind of where I'm at on this thing. Um, right now, and I and listen, I'm not pulling any punches, and I'm not being a, a jerk off about this. To be honest with you, I just I'm not a Dexter Fowler guy. I'm just not. Um, it, it, Dexter Fowler is not as good as Michael Brantley no matter what anybody wants to say. He's not. He's not even remotely close to being as good as Michael Brantley when they're, when, you know, everything being equal. Not even close. So this is my point. If I'm going to take a risk on a guy, I'm going to take a risk on Michael Brantley. Now, the problem here that's not going away is it's real easy for me to say that, but the reality of it is the St. Louis Cardinals signed Dexter Fowler to a five-year, $85 million contract, and it's just you just can't get rid of it, I don't think. That's the issue. That's yeah. the big issue here. It's not that we can sign him. The big issue is that you already have one guy signed for a lot of money, and I don't know if they're going to do that, man. I really don't. Unless they're going to be, they're going to do something with Dexter, like like release him and eat up his money. I don't see that. And they're going to give Dexter another shot there because of the money they gave him. They don't want to look bad, man, unless yeah. they don't care. If they don't care about looking bad, which I would be one of those GMs, like like John Daniels. I love John Daniels. You know why? 
because he let go some people and then he ain't afraid to bring him back. Like in this case, the, the Cardinals let go Joe Kelly on a trade. Why not bring him back? He's going to make your team better. It's like the, the, the Rangers are after Nelson Cruz for their DH spot. And, the, and Nelson Cruz got out of there. The, he got his, his free agency. He signed somewhere else. But he's not, he uh, the GM is not afraid of bringing him back. You don't see that with with the Angels. You don't see that with other teams. They, they're so proud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have, their pride doesn't allow them to bring the, the kid back. Oh, no, we let him go. That's it. You know, we're not going to bring him back. No, hell with that. If it helps. If it helps my team, I'll bring it back. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know about it. But anyways, the the Fowler thing is a really difficult discussion. It's a very difficult thing. He's a great guy. He's an awesome person. He helps a lot of community in St. Louis. Uh, but when it comes to in between the lines, he's, ha- he's had a couple of rough years uh, after being paid that much money, which is, it's very high, and, and for him to have two two years like that and then plagued with injuries is, is a very, very difficult and touchy subject, man. It's very, very difficult. Well, I will say this. Um, you know, if he can get if he can get his on-base percentage to where it should be, batting second in front of Goldschmidt, I mean, that's a key. You know, if he can get at least that back. Um, you know, uh, to be quite frank with you, if we could get Dexter Fowler from 2017, even though he – I know it was an up-and-down year for him, but his numbers at the end of the year wound up not being awful. So if we can get that hit in second, I mean, I, I, we would have to take it and, it, and it wouldn't be awful. I mean, if he hit 264 but his on-base percentage was 363 and he hit, you know, 18 – well, I mean, I don't 18 was a career high for him, but even if he hit his average of 13 home runs batting second – and had that kind of on base percentage and at least hit two sixty four. I, I would take that. You know, um the defense in the outfield is an issue, whether you want to admit it or not, it is. But that being said, if that's who we have to go with, I mean, let's face it, that's what we're hoping for and that's what we need. Because you know, it would be a shame to have a healthy Marcelo Zuna batting fourth and Paul Goldschmidt batting third and to have I mean, literally nothing batting second. Um so hopefully we don't have that problem. I just, you know, like I said, I you give me Michael, like well, I said, everybody about, wants everybody wants Bryce Harper, but if you give me Michael Brantley now and you give me two bullpen pieces, you give me two good, you give me Jer, you know Jaris Familia and a good left-hander, and I don't even care who it is. It doesn't even have to be a name guy. You give me a left-handed guy that can get left-handers out, and I'll go to war right now. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm with you, but I'm with you only with the bullpen. If if they don't get anybody else as a hitter, I'm still ecstatic. I can't wait for the season to start. Uh, <clears throat> but they need the bullpen, I think, they, more than what they need um, another guy in the offense. If they, if they do end up getting the offense, who who uh, who wouldn't be happy, man? That would be awesome. Yeah, be, no, it'd be hard not to be, be happy. And, and remember – and remember, last year we were really close to making the playoffs. If we had a, if we had that, what we're talking about the bullpen. If we had a couple of guys in the bullpen that you know yeah. were doing you know, helping uh, early on, not not later. Later on, the bullpen was was getting good, but but early on we were struggling, and those games killed us in the end. So if we have that bullpen fixed, 
and we still have the same lineup. The only thing we add on is Goldsmith. Um, I'll go to war, man. Um, I'll go to war with my lineup. I'll go to war with everything, man. I, I really do. Well, um, yeah. I'll put Yadi behind. I'll put Yadi behind um, uh, Ozuna hitting fifth. Yadi will be my fifth guy, batter all year. Ozuna will be my fourth. Goldsmith will be my third. Uh, I'll let Carpenter do his thing at, at leadoff, I guess. I don't like him so much at leadoff, but, you know, he's proven that he's got great numbers at leadoff, so I, I won't. I don't want to mess right. around with that. Yep. Uh, Jose Martinez is a great second bat, second uh, hitter. Oh, he'd be good. At, um, he'd be good batting second. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I yeah, just, you know, he'll be good. He'll be good about in second, but if we get a guy that moves the ball around in second, can you imagine Jose Martinez hitting behind Yadi at six? Holy crap, dude. If, if he could replicate what he did this year hitting six? Come on, man. Come on. Seriously? That, that's a great freaking team if we can get uh, Jose Martinez hitting six with a good second, second batter and then uh, – uh, and then we go with uh, seven and eight, you know, Bader or, or Wong. I don't know. It might be somebody else. I'm just giving you yeah, a, I know what out you of mean. the top of my yeah. out of the top of my head. But dude, Jose Martinez hitting behind at second. A second, I like him at second batter. But if he if he hits behind Yadi at at six or or Yadi hits six behind, the problem with that is. Uh, you got to have somebody protecting Yadi because he's a clutch hitter, same as Martinez. So when Martinez hits in a, in a different position, like six, uh, you got to have somebody protecting him really good. You know, it's sure. not like a, yeah. you have to have somebody. So uh, I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm I'm really excited for the season. Uh, they need to have a couple more bullpen guys, at least one. Well, we're gonna find out. You know, like I said, it's full steam ahead. St. Louis Cardinals got a – listen, here's the deal. A superstar, man. We, yeah, say it. I mean uh, – I'm not afraid to say it. That's right. I mean, there's not – I'm not afraid to say it. He's a superstar. I don't want to compare him to anybody. I just want to tell you and, and everybody that's listening to our show, he is a freaking superstar, man. Stop, stop with the questions. He's a damn superstar. He's a great defender. He'll be great uh, hitting. He'll be great defender. He's a great runner. He's a great runner. He's a great. He'll be good. I might not be stealing bases, but first and third and first to home and 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 advancing a, ba- a base when you need to and things like that. Man, he is a good player. He's a superstar, and we should be happy about it. Oh, hey, listen, you're not going to get any argument from me. He is. He is straight up legit, and he's one of the best players in the game, and it's proven. And here's my thing about that, too. You don't even need the eye test by that. All of our numbers people, I mean, how do you not look at the numbers and not say Paul Goldschmidt's not one of the top players in the game? He is, and he's a St. Louis Cardinal, and we have an opportunity to extend him. Do I wish he was 26? Sure I do. But guess what? If he was 26, (laughs) if he was 26 years old, uh, you wouldn't have got him for Luke Weaver, Carson Kelly, and Andrew Young. (laughs) <laughs> Let's be I honest. I don't care how old. I don't care how old he's. He. He's in our club, and he's a great player. The only thing that I would say is ninety, um, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. 
then then you're obviously thinking what's going on and all that stuff. But 31 years old, man, this kid is going to give you his best years. Watch. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, listen, um, I appreciate you joining us today. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let you get the heck out of here. I've got uh, I've got uh, um, an immense amount of respect for you as always. All right, uh, joining us. I know you're busy. Um, I want to thank you for joining us on the M4Bayati.com hotline, and I'm telling you, um, our conversations next week, I'm hoping to get even better with the GM meeting starting. And to your point, uh, I would expect the Cardinals to address the bullpen uh, next, and let's hope we get some of those names you mentioned. That'd be great. Oh, that'll be awesome, man. That'll be awesome uh, for sure. We need those those helps, and I'm not dogging the bullpen either. I'm just saying the help, you know, that the two more guys to help out. That's all. I'm not saying get this guy out, get that guy in or whatever. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is we need help in the bullpen. We need two more guys that legit. Num- uh, the names are, are legit, and let's go get them, and you'll see the difference, man. You'll see. All right, Thanks man. Thanks for I- having me, and go birds, man. All right, my man. Um, thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week, my friend. You got it. Go birds. All right, that's our man, Benji Molina, joining us um, from Arizona, um, former home of Paul Goldschmidt now out of St. Louis. Uh, again, on the M4Bayati.com hotline. I want to thank him, as always, for his takes. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. I've got um, uh, got a lot to discuss next week, obviously, with GM meetings going. want to uh, thank everybody for checking us out at TwoBirdsOnABat.com, where you can subscribe to the show. Don't forget to do that. Find us on social media at BirdsOnABatShow on Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, uh, Two Birds on a Bat there as well, uh, Two Birds on a Bat show on Instagram. Follow us at all of our social media. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, to all of our partners, GatorsBaseballAcademy.com, as we mentioned earlier, their four-pillar system, second to none. Make sure you give them a, give them a quick look um, for anything you need, especially for your young players trying to get better in the offseason. Their camps and stuff fill up really quick. You're going to need to check it out and give them a call and get in today. Adam Smokehouse, thank you for your continued support. The barbecue, second to none. I can't tell you how much I appreciate everything they do for us. Make sure you check out Adam Smokehouse and, and have some of that just great barbecue. Uh, InnovativeCompanies.com, as I mentioned a couple times already. Randy Green, second to none. Um, get over there and get some help. He's your guy. As I always say, if, if he looks you in the eye and shakes your hand and tells you he's going to do something, it's going to get done. And that's when you're spending that kind of money, uh, folks, it's a, it's a comforting feeling to know that you can count on a guy. And that guy's Randy Green. Uh, construction, heating and cooling, electric and plumbing, all under one roof, innovativecompanies.com. Uh, to all of our Facebook partners out there, uh, Mick Lightart, City Media, Nate McHenry, RallySquirrel.com, two of the best Facebook pages out there. Uh, the best group going out there, Cardinals 24-7, Cardinals Nation. Um, you know, Ron, Chris, Chris Lawless, you know, I haven't chatted with you in a while. I hope things are going well for you. I haven't chatted with you in a while, but you know we're always thinking about you and your fiance. You guys... You know, um, you guys are battlers. Um, we're sure you're doing well. Um, but that group they put together, again, with Chris Lawless and Ron and Gino and Crash, and they just continue to grow. And I, I can't say it enough how if you're not following those guys and all the cool stuff that they're doing, then you're really missing out. If you're a Cardinal fan, let's face it, it's, it's the place to be. Uh, a couple of the other ones that are great, Linda and Vicky, who run uh, Fans of Yachty or Molina. And, of course, I am a Cardinal fan. Yes, I am, two of the best Facebook pages out there as well. Uh, don't forget to check those ladies out. They do a tremendous job. They just love Cardinal baseball. St. Louis Cardinals Crew is one of my favorites. Um, STL Cardinals is a great one as well. St. Louis Cardinals Nation, the Cardinal Freak. Um, 
does a great job. Again, we're just proud to be a part of all these Facebook communities out there. For all of us here at Two Birds on a Bat and everybody at lineupmedia.fm, home of Yo Radio, which you can download in your mobile device for free, let's go birds! This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.